Welcome to the KeysCast, the official podcast of Keesler Air Force Base. Each month or so, we will bring you interesting interviews with people from around Keesler and talk about the topics that are interesting to you. Welcome to Episode 7 of the KeysCast. This month, we had the opportunity to sit down with Lieutenant General Steve Quast, the Commander of Air Education and Training Command, and we talked to him about the future of AETC and all of the great things our airmen are doing around the command. General, thanks for being here with us. Well, thank you for having me. So, you know, let's jump right into this. The, the Air Force is evolving quickly, and AETC is moving just as fast. So, in your own words, can you kind of describe uh, what a Mach 21 Airman is, and how do we in AETC envision this enterprise kind of achieving that goal of developing this new generation? Right, well, the beautiful thing about this is that we are doing what great warriors have done throughout the history of mankind, and that is we are adapting to the environment that our world is creating for us. And this world is moving so fast. All you have to do is take a look at technology and Moore's Law and how quickly these technologies are transforming the way people live. We in the Air Force and in the country have to adapt so that we are thinking faster, learning faster, adapting faster to be more relevant and more powerful in the 21st century. So the term 21, Mach 21 Airmen is the journey of letting the airmen have control of their own learning so that they can learn and adapt as fast as the world requires. Awesome. So, you know, I think that there's a lot of new technology that's coming out that ATC is really kind of grabbing a hold of and running with to enhance that training experience and to get people trained quicker. So what are some of those technologies that we're working with in AATC to do those things? And that's really the exciting part of what we're doing here, this uh, reality of taking all of these tools of our age, all of these technologies from virtual reality, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, some of the supercomputing that we can put into such small things that you can have a pair of glasses that can connect you to the rest of the world at the speed of light, and we're using them to help airmen learn. But more importantly, we're really flipping the paradigm. You know, in the industrial age and what we sit with right now, time is kind of a constant in the learning environment where when you start a class on week one, you know, if it's a 10-week class, everybody graduates on week 10, whether you get an A, B, C, or D in the class. We're trying to flip that and, and give airmen control give them tools like augmented reality, virtual reality, to be able to learn the micro-learning required to do their job and to know what they need to know. And instead of time being the constant, let competency be the constant, meaning their ability to perform the job. When you give airmen control of their own learning and you give them the tools to learn in a way that's perfectly suited for them, because some people learn visually, some people learn by reading, uh, some people learn by doing, when you give airmen control, they learn faster than ever before. And that's the exciting part. The young generation gets this already. They've been growing up multitasking, playing virtual reality games. They know how to use these tools to make themselves better, faster, stronger, and smarter than their competition. This is just the Air Force unleashing their full potential. Absolutely. So I think that one of the best ways that I think the Air Force is doing is, is, is creating to adapt to this is that continuum of learning. We've, we've realized that learning doesn't just happen in basic training in tech school and then you do your job. There's, there's this continuous lifelong process that we go through. So, General, can you explain 
how that continuous uh, learning is, is actually the way of the future in education, and, and why is it better than the old model that we've, that we've used in the Air Force for so long? Right, well, it's because it puts learning at your fingertips whenever you need it to do your job better. And, and I'll use a perfect example. You know, if I want to change the tire on my car and I don't know how to do it, all I have to do is Google it on YouTube, and there will be some master mechanic that shows me all the techniques to change that tire perfectly and all the pitfalls. And uh, I'm done changing the tire in five minutes and I didn't need anybody to send me to a school and put me through a course to learn how to change that tire. Now that's a very simple task, but the same principle is true. We are creating an ecosystem in our Air Force and we are gonna chunk all of these things we need to know and learn. Chunking means basically turning it into a micro learning. And now you as an airman, on your smart device have access to master teachers that can show you how to do any job in our Air Force. The hundreds of thousands of jobs that need to be done in our Air Force, there's somebody that's showing you how to do it. But it's even better than that. Not only can you, you watch that YouTube or learn that lesson whenever you want, on command, on demand, you can also link with master coaches, master mentors, and master mechanics or practitioners of that job that can coach you along the way. You can put on your virtual reality gogs and you're connected to somebody in Korea that is watching you, you do your job, and you can not only see the machine you're fixing, you can also see the tech orders that tell you how to do it, and you can have that master mechanic that's saying, wait, Bob, you know, don't, don't use that torque wrench. That one looks like it might be right, but it's going to uh, strip that bolt. Those kind of things where you're not only connected to the content, but you're connected to people that can help you is the reality we could live in right now, and we're building it today. So it sounds like we're doing all these new things, but you know, I think a lot of this has to tie in with this new drive for innovation or this, this uh, more recent push for innovation from the Secretary of the Air Force and the Chief of Staff of the Air Force. I think AATC is doing a good job of, of really applying that concept to learning and to education and to making those programs better. So can you kind of talk through how AATC is, is taking that, that, that idea of innovation and applying it to what we do in our business here? Right. Well, you know, like the continuum of learning you talked about, where we're building an environment where you can see all the things you need to learn across your lifetime no matter what your job is, your rank, or your position. Um, so too with innovation. Innovation is something that has to happen organically inside the Air Force as just a way of doing business. Because ultimately, innovation is about finding a way of doing the job better so it's more relevant to the, the, the problem you're trying to solve. And so for me, uh, innovation can mean so many different things to so many people. I boil it down to this simple concept. Every airman knows the job they are supposed to do for the Air Force. Just asking the question, how can I do this job better, faster, stronger, and smarter than I do it right now? That starts defining what you might try to innovate. And or if there's a problem in your way, if there's something frustrating you as you're trying to do your job, there is a problem that is in need of innovation. So innovation is really about doing your job better than anybody else and taking all the barriers out of the way of doing your job that might frustrate you. Um, if we innovate like that, then everybody innovates at their level. So the person changing that tire on an F-35 tries to do it better than anybody in the world. That's the art of war, having a competitive advantage over somebody else. All the way up, chief of staff of the Air Force, 
He innovates by being strategic in the tools that we build in order to project power in ways that the enemy cannot take away. So innovation is key to the art of war because it's really a conversation about adapting to the new environment and doing it in a way that gives you a competitive advantage over your adversary. And now you have power, they do not, and there's nothing they can do about it. Absolutely, and, and for me as, as an enlisted airman and the person who's kind of at that tactical level getting the job done, the thing I like the most about innovation and this new push is that you know we got leadership at, at the top levels in ATC and, and NAF and WING who are like, let's push this, let's push these ideas down to the lowest level and let them make, make changes that we think are better. They're the ones doing the job, so let's, let's give them the power to make that happen. And, and I, I came from USAFE about a year ago and we had a, an innovative program there called Innovation Madness and it, it encouraged those ideas Around the around the command, and we had this one idea come out uh, of Lakenheath, and there was someone in the ejection shop there who, uh, you know, he's like, hey, I think we can do this process better. Let's let's shut the shop down for a bit and and get things in line and make this process better. And you know, sure, they did. They got it online. They they're doing it faster. They're doing it better. They're doing it cheaper with fewer people and less man hours. And you know. Lo and behold, about two months later, they had an aircraft incident, and the pilot had to eject, and his ejection seat worked perfectly, and it was on time. And you know, ultimately, we have these are processes that are saving lives. So I think that that's just a perfect example of how the airmen are the ones making that mission happen. You know, that's a great story right there. And what that story uh, shows you is that the only way to do this in our age, where the world is changing so fast that you can't predict what you're going to experience out there, is to empower every airman to be the innovator. Uh, this is about giving airmen control like we never have before. And this kind of bumps up against culture a little bit because the military culture in the industrial age is just do what you're told and don't ask questions. Okay? That is not the airman way, nor is it relevant for a world that requires every airman to be a thinker. So this transformation of Air Education and Training Command to a student-centric learner, an airman that takes control of their own development and their own learning and their own innovation from day one, is about making an entire network of airmen that are out there on the front edge of the war fight, finding creative ways of getting around the enemy and finding a way to win. It is a great thing, and that is the 21st century. That is the networked world. That's the digital age, and that is the Mach 21 airmen right there. Absolutely. And, and speaking, speaking of those innovations, we've got a lot of really cool stuff going on in AATC right now. What are, what are one or two of the things that you think are really the most exciting to you, the things that you're really looking to see what this produces in, in our airmen? Right. Well, I'll, I'll give you two. One is uh, our maintenance career field that are taking these technologies, such as virtual and augmented reality, and they are loading the tech orders into these databases, and they're putting on their gogs where they can see the aircraft, but they can also see the tech orders and they are connected to the five level or the seven level that can watch multiple people doing jobs and they are doing a beta test on how they can actually unleash, unleash more of the workforce to maintain more aircraft with the same number of people they have now but do the job better and faster kind of like the example you gave. Another one is pilot training. Uh, in pilot training right now you know when you get in pilot training you start in July of one year it'll be a year later that you graduate. It's been a year for as long as I can remember. Member. And uh, we have given a beta test 
up in Austin, Texas to a number of students where we gave them control of their own learning. And we gave them all these tools to learn the cognitive skills and the, and the visceral skills of flying an aircraft. And guess what? They are graduating from pilot training in four months instead of 12 months. Okay, so at a fraction of the cost, in a fraction of the time, you are getting somebody just as qualified. That has profound impacts on our Air Force because now that's time to do the mission. That's time to get to your squadron and actually start being a part of the fighting team. Those are just two examples, but we are not dictating this from the top down. We are giving the tools to the airmen at the ground up. This is about giving airmen control, putting them in charge, and they are taking innovation and they are blowing the lid off this 21, Mach 21 Air Force. So it sounds like there's some really amazing innovations and things happening around the entire command. But, you know, we have you here at Keesler, so I, I couldn't let you go unless you, you said some nice things about us here. But, you know, <laughs> obviously you, you've heard some of the stuff that we're doing down here in our training group. So, you know, is there anything down here that you're really excited to see as you start your trip today? Yeah, so I've been in this job for six months, and this is my third trip to Keesler Air Force Base. And each time I see more and more aggressiveness about innovating and doing things differently and finding and trying new ways of being better, faster, stronger, and smarter than our competition. And so I'm back again to take a deeper dive on what you all are doing because the buzz is out there. Keesler Air Force Base has figured this out and they are moving us into the 21st century faster than anybody else. So what I want to do today is I want to see ground truth of what you all are doing. I've asked the Secretary of the Air Force to come down here and see you as well because she has heard about what you're doing. And then I want to take all of those great lessons learned that you have discovered here and I want to make sure they are getting out to the rest of our air education Education and Training Command team and the rest of our Air Force. So you are the birthplace of innovation here because of the massive mission you have to teach the backbone of our Air Force how to do their job. I want that to happen in every pocket and corner of the Air Force and that's why I'm here today. I'm here to see the brilliance that you all are creating right here. That's, that's awesome, and we're, we're really prepared to show it to you. So, you know, we've kind of reached the end of this here, but uh, I do want to kind of roll out the red carpet for you. You know, is there anything else that you'd like to add? You're speaking directly to your airmen out there. What do you want them to know, sir? I want them to know how grateful I am and how much admiration and respect I have for this Air Force and for you. Uh, ultimately, throughout history, it is the next generation, the young generation, that saves the old generation from themselves. Young airmen have fresh eyes on this world. They see the world differently. They have grown up building on all the gifts they have been given. So this young generation that has been multitasking with virtual reality, augmented reality, and the digital world since they were infants, they are going to be able to be natives in this digital world like the old generation just cannot do. So I am grateful to our airmen for being the innovators, being the people that are literally taking the 21st century by storm, by showing us the way at how you learn faster and better than your competition in this life, and how you do your job in a way that is so unique that it gives us, airmen, a competitive advantage over anybody that would come against us. We will be so great because of this next generation that's going to reinvent ourselves for ourselves that no other civilization on planet Earth will be able to compete. That's what I'm grateful for, and I want to just express my deep thanks to every young airman coming in this Air Force. I want you empowered to reinvent this Air Force and do it fast.
General Quast, thanks again for sitting down with us. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully you enjoy your trip here. Well, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing what I learn. Take care.